0: Welcome to Two Doulas Talk. This is Ink Harrod.
1: And this is Erica. We're a monthly unscripted conversation between two doulas. Hello.
0: Hello. How are you, my love? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing a-okay. Oh, amazing. Time for another Two Doulas Talk
1: to do talk. <laughs> you know what i was thinking when i was like coming on the recording what i was looking at the microphone we bought because we were all like <laughs> we're gonna be together we need a microphone uh, to uh, do list talk and now here we are in august of 2020 in our own separate beds <laughs> <laughs> on our phones oh my using our headphones <laughs> <laughs> without the fancy equipment we bought because we thought we were going to be like in space together
0: oh,
1: gosh
0: how 2020 has foiled our plans
1: foiled all the plans for everybody all honestly all, all of them
0: yep. hello erica how are you
1: oh hello inherited i am doing well um there are lots of things lots of moving pieces happening in my life right now yeah um, but it feels good to be talking to you. Yeah. It feels good to be laying in my bed. It feels mm. good that it is a Friday, which means that it's the weekend, which means that like mm. I just get to spend time with my sweetie um yeah. so yeah, I think like overall, I'm feeling good,
0: good. Tell I love me. that vibe,
1: yeah, tell me it's about like- you how are you housing here.
0: Yeah, I am also doing well, Um, just getting back from a four-day vacation by the water, where all I did was nap and read and catch uh, the sun, so that feels not ni- amazing, and dreamy. I'm also lying in my bed with the windows open, and it's like, you know, still summer, but starting to feel that, like, fall crisp in the air, which is... Mm-hmm kind of exciting I suppose (laughs) it is exciting and like
1: in the ways that like I am like totally like a sweater weather person Mm. I love like being cozy I love you know all that and it's like feels like doom and gloom because we know that like we are still in a global pandemic and the sun in the summer has made us all feel like you know, it's totally normal to be, like, wearing a mask. This is fine. We're still outside. We can still do these things. And especially in the Pacific Northwest, just, like, the knowledge of the dark coming is just, like, fucking with me a little I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I am enjoying it today under the coziness of my covers while I record Toodula's talk on my headphone piece with the sweet Erica Davis,
1: oh, that's how I feel about you, sweeting Angered hollingwood Swin,
0: swin, swim.
1: swin, swin, swim, swim, swim. Hello, listeners. Hello, listener. Oh, yeah, we're recording something. I'm not just having a conversation <laughs> with my friend. Which, let's be real, tools talk is just a conversation with two doulas. It's an unscripted, unedited conversation between two us. so it's fine yes, it is that it sounds like you're just a fly on the wall listening to actually if you're on fly on the wall listening to Inheron and I talk we'd be gossiping a bit but you know <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them our secrets it it is a podcast and not just a gossip session
0: yes um uh, that is true so I guess there are some boundaries we hold <laughs>
1: Some boundaries, <laughs> apparently. Whatever that means.
0: What a month, um, sweet listeners. We hope you have had a good month and gotten some sun and mm-hmm. reminded yourself that there is more to life than a pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm. We hope that you've been able to you know, spend time with yourself and time with each other and time with more people. Because like, the fact of the matter is that there does feel like while there's so much constraint, there does feel like there's this amount of expansiveness, because everything mm-hmm. is virtual, which means that you have access to do so many different things in so many different places. So hopefully mm-hmm. that is feeling good for you. Yes
0: yes, 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 as Erica Davis says so often. Uh I find myself saying that now, Erica, when people do things, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, that is totally an Erica. (laughs) I love that.
1: That makes me feel
0: really excited. It's nice. It feels um, empowering. So today, Erica, um, we we chatted about talking about doula trainings we haven't yet done this and it kind of surprises me that it's taken us this long um I know. to kind of talk a little bit about like our journey picking our doula training maybe what we would do different daily doula trainings mm-hmm. um maybe what what we would do different you know now that we're seasoned doulas what would seasoned you
1: know doulas
0: Right. Like how would how would all that fold out? So I'm I'm curious a little bit about like can you talk to me? Tell me a little bit about your first doula training and how that was and why you picked it and
1: I think um you know, I, I think like there. Yeah, totally. I feel like I've always been sort of a little bit of a rebel doula, and by a mm. rebel doula I mean like I always have picked organizations that uh, mm or like aligned or I thought would be cool and like not traditional Mm. since the beginning. Mm. So, and I say that because like, you know, there is this, we had the conversation about certification and like we talked about how we feel like certification is not necessary, but also like how people feel like certification is necessary for some sort of like validation from the greater good. I say all that to say um, because when I took my first doula training almost eight years ago, I did it with ancient song doula services, which is based out of Brooklyn, New York started by Chanel Porsche, who's a fucking motherfucking boss. Mm-hmm. She's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when I did her doula training almost eight years ago, it wasn't quote unquote recognized. Mm. So like if I like, you know, when I had my first doula match profile, um, and it was like, you know, certifying organizations, like her organization wasn't one of the organizations you could pick, not certifying, but training organizations, sure. it wasn't one of the organizations you could pick to be trained by, Wow. which is like, right, like, that's so whack. And like, now, thank goodness, it is. And a lot of the, you know, I don't even want to call them indie doula organizations because they're all indie doula organizations like there is no right board of doulas so like technically they're all indie organizations by indie do you mean independent yes sorry by indie I mean independent like I also sort of mean like by indie I mean like smaller yeah I got it um you know sure so yeah, so my first doula training was with Chanel Porsche in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I chose it because a friend of mine, I'm just going to be naming drop, name dropping so many people. A friend of mine, Emily Landry, who's been a doula for a while, she's also a queer person. She's um, also a licensed massage therapist. She was a therapist. She was working as a doula, and she knew I wanted to be a doula, and she's a white person. And she was like, I'm, she did her training with this, like, I think she did her first training with another Brooklyn organization that's having some serious um, reckoning Mm. since the Black Lives Matter racial upheaving, treating their black staff like shit and the black staff person, like completely calling them out and dragging them for dirt. Um, She was like, she was like, you know, I knew you want to be a doula. Like, I know you're looking at this place. I did my doula training with, and um, I heard about this rad doula training with this black woman. And maybe like, that's what you want to check out. And she wasn't like, you have to do this because you're a black person. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like that's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. But I think that she understood being a white person, even eight years ago, a white queer person in the birth world, that she knew the importance of like me as a black queer person being trained by a black person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the dual training was awesome. It actually felt and feels a lot like the training that I like do for childbirth mm-hmm. ed. And it feels like the educator training that I want to create it, in that it felt like a retreat. Mm. Like it would be, I think, don't quote me, but I feel like it was once a week. I don't remember how long the duration was. And I don't think that Chanel does it this way anymore, but it was like, I think there were probably maybe eight or 10 of us in the class. Um, We were all women of color. Mm. Um, And a lot of what we talked about was just like, it just was a lot of processing of being like black women, in the world in Brooklyn and some of the people in the, in the room had given birth. So there's a lot of processing and talking about and sharing of their birth mm. stories and processing all that. So like, it felt really good. Um, it felt like a community and it felt like, yeah, it felt really good. Um, at that time, like Sh- Chanel was calling it full spectrum dualists duel- like full spectrum training but now that I'm in a full spectrum training with um bADt, I now understand that Chanel just basically meant like birth and postpartum there wasn't an abortion yeah. um part of it of her training um, but yeah it was it was awesome like I feel like I feel like that also is my first sort of like big middle finger to like big organizations. Um, because I was just like, fuck you, that this like amazing training by this amazing black woman for like it was in like you know, it was like not in like Cosby show, Brooklyn Heights, Brooklyn. It was in Bedsty. And like not Bedsty now for any listeners who are live in Brooklyn, New York, and like it's like Bedsty, whatever. Like this was like Bedsty eight years ago (laughs) it was not gentrified Mm. there were no white people when you got off the train at the utica stop on the ac train it was like this was like a doula course in a black neighborhood for black doulas Mm, amazing black people that served black communities like that is what it was and that is what chanel is still doing with ancient song but it was like it was such an amazing like entry point to my doula career
0: and how how has your um like how has your doula training journey been since then
1: i honestly have not taken another birth doula training since until this year Mm. i realized that in taking um the badt doula training and haha shocker i'm taking my second only birth doula training and granted it is full spectrum doula training but it's the first time I actually did like a birth doula training again in almost eight years and I'm taking it with another black person this time a like young black queer person who is of course Sabia Wade the love of my life in the doula world um, and like it feels good that the only two birth mm-hmm. doula trainings have been with black women been run by black people. And like I got to say like you know I think Chanel's amazing I think ancient Son's amazing I think the work that Chanel's doing with um every mother counts and the work that she's doing with like decolonized birth work like in the conference that she has about decolonizing birth I think that's all badass but there is the the queer thing is like so important for me as a queer person as you know so like taking the badt training and understanding that like yes both ancient song and badt are coming t- from coming from a reproductive justice background the fact that like there's so much focus on like queer reproductive health and queer identity and affirming of queer folks in badt which was not in the ancient song the sh- uh, training that i did eight years yeah. ago and, you know, like I said, I don't know what Chanel's doing now. She's doing badass shit. I don't know if there's a queer component to her her work. But, like, it does feel really awesome that all the birth doula trainings I've taken have been by Black women.
0: Will you tell me and our For listeners what BADT is?
1: Yeah, it's Bir- Birthing Advocate Doula Trainings. It is one of the many um, organizations or companies that uh, Sabia has but it's like her doula training. Cool. Com- organization. Cool. I
0: love
1: it. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Tell me about your
0: first. Doula yeah, good question. Very different journey than yours. Holy moly. Um, yeah. So I decided that I wanted to take a doula training um, kind of on a whim. Um, I don't even know how many years ago now five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Um, I lived in New Orleans at the time and I was a nanny and I nannied for this family who the mother um, owned a doula company, like one of the biggest doula companies in New Orleans. And she did trainings with this um, doula training organization called birth boot camp out in Texas uh, I didn't know anything mm. about birth train about doula trainings. Um, and I mm-hmm. knew that I was connected to this one. And at the time I thought I was going to live in New Orleans. And so I was like, okay, being trained by the person who potentially has space for me to like join their organization makes sense. And so I went mm-hmm. to it and it was um, just like, We were, like, in a conference room, in a hotel, by an airport. Wow. Um, In, I don't even know where in Texas. Like, we didn't leave the conference room. It was very, like, classroom-based. What? Yeah, like, sitting at a desk for hours at a time. Like, flip, just, like, getting through material as fast as possible in two days, three days. I don't even remember. Um, It was, like, very business-directed very white woman, straight centered, like, you know, we're, like we're doing this and we're business owners and like the importance of being business owners and, you know, all of that, which I appreciate. Right. Like I think there is some day yeah. for being in a room full of women talking about like self-identified women talking about like the importance of hard work and and being paid for that, right? Like that's something. Totally. But it was bizarre. Totally. I mean, I definitely like remember feeling like super out of place. Um, like nervous to name that I was queer. Um just like, oh, none of these people are like my my like soul or heart people. Um, mm. So that was interesting. Um, I then came to Seattle and I did the. It was a couple of years later and I did the Bastier training up in um, up in Seattle. The Penny Simpkins birth doula training up in Bastyr. Oh, how was that? It was in. You know, it was interesting. Um, I have, some, like, but you got to learn with Penny. That's I so cool. I actually get to learn with Penny. It's her, like, it's her class. It's her, like, curriculum that she doesn't teach anymore. Um, um, but I did get to, I learned from some big name doulas in the Seattle area, which I, you know, in the, mo- in the moment five years ago was, like, you know, kind of gaga over them. And now because I didn't know better, and now that I'm, like, immersed in this community, I'm like, oh, right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, Um, but it was good, you know, it was, it was very, again, just, like, this is what birth is, and, like, these are coping strategies, and we'll touch a little bit upon, like, birth inequity with, between, like, white, white women and black mothers, and, like, you know, talk a little bit about the, you know, the higher mortality rates, um, but only a little bit and not really talking about like the, you know, like how to advocate against that or, you know, actually like implement that in to the work. It was more just like a tangent, tangent, tangent thing. Um, or
1: it's like, the fact, like identifying that, like, the reason that that happens is because of racism, correct, and right. racism and in institutional yeah. medicine. Right. It's just like, oh,
0: this <laughs> happens. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, and I, I ha- again, like, just like you, I, I haven't taken any other birth trainings. You know, we did, you and I met at the birthing from within, which was more of a childbirth ed focus. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they, you know, I think, I think that given where I came from, that it was very much like, I I did things that were, like, based out of convenience for me and based out of, like, what was better mm-hmm. known. And um, in in the time since then, I have, you know, I, I've taken, like, day trainings for doulas that are, like, more specific for, like, particular things. Yeah. Anti-racist doula yep. trainings, like, that are, like, day, mm-hmm. day or two. I did that one with Sabia, right? Like, but ne- not ones that are, like, centered on birth. And I definitely... I don't, I know that both of the trainings that I took are, were very heavily lacking. Like, I left them feeling, like, more overwhelmed with the situ, more overwhelmed with the idea of becoming a doula, m- with, like, more questions. Like, I didn't feel very anchored in community with the people I'd gone through this training with. And those are all things that, like, now I wish I, like, now when I do another doula training, which I plan to, that I, like... I'm going to be more intentional about picking. Right. But I think that again, you know, we always come back to the systems that that are at work, but it's much easier to find trainings that have money that put a lot of effort into their advertising or into their Google and that you just like type in and it comes up. Right. Like, and that, that's Mm -hmm. typically, I think how at least like new doulas find things, right? Like, you're not plugged into the community. You don't necessarily know where to go. Um, And I, yeah, I think that I just made decisions that were, like, convenient and easy. Um, And I kind of wish, and I wish that I hadn't. I wish that I had done more research. But here I am. And um, yeah, it's interesting. I definitely think that the lack of, the things that are lacking in doula trainings that I went to, Is part of the reason why I do some of the, why I do like more of the fuller work that I do, right? I'm like, I wasn't taught enough. What we're taught in doula trainings is not sufficient, at least in the ones I went to, is not sufficient in supporting this full transformational moment for people. Um, So that kind of informed a little bit of the work that I do.
1: Yeah can you talk a little bit about a more that like fuller work that was lacking in the sure, training? Yeah, talk- I
0: just think that like the trainings that I did were so specific on birth, right? Like yep. here is the <laughs> physiology of birth. Here is, um, here are the different stages of labor and what it could look like and the emotions that your client could feel and the emotions that their partner might feel. And like, here is when food might be feeling available to them and not feel available. Here are the physical signs of when they're transitioning from one stage to another. Here is, um, here is when you show up and these are the movements that you can do. And this is the way that you can provide physical, informational, and emotional support here. You know, like just like very like the 48 hours I'm going to be with you for birth. Um, this is what it looks like immediately mm-hmm. after. These are the options that they might have at the hospital. Um, here are all of the induction methods. Here's all the pain medication they could be offered, right? Like very birth, like here's what delayed core clamping is. This is what skin to skin is. This is how, this is what the breast crawl is. Like all of the immediate birthing and none of it touched on, What happens when you have a baby and you're at home by yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, none of it talks about, like, and now your life is different. You have a baby, right? Like, now your relationship... Which, mm -hmm,
1: Which I think also has to do with the fact of, like, whoever the powers that be may decided that, like, you were either a birth doula or a postpartum doula or a death doula or an abortion doula... Or a this, or fertility right. doula, as opposed to the work that you do. That is like, okay, I'm going to be your doula from the time that you think maybe you right. might want to consider having a baby to three months after you've had a baby, with the acknowledgement that, like, even three months after you have a baby, you are still going to need support. Right. right. <laughs> but like, seeing people along that whole journey, right. and like the thing that I'm thinking about, like. Like, the way that I teach childbirth ed and the way that I'm, like, formulating the curriculum for my, my educator training is that, like, we need to focus on the human being, yes. not on the process. Right. Like, the process is the process is the process. Like, we're not going to tell them anything different as a dua right. that they will read in, like, Pregnancy, Childbirth, right. and the Newborn, and, like, which is
0: a great book. The process you can't control right? Like your, your body is going to go through, your body is going to go through the stages of labor, whether or not you cognitively know you're going through the stages of labor.
1: Yeah. And like the fact that we teach it in that way has people think, like, think that they have control and expectations Mm -hmm. of like the way that their labor will go. And for me, my work as a doula and an educator is really like trying to like, untether people from this narrative of like what birth looks Ugh, like yes in terms of like the stages of labor and like all that and get them focused more on like what is your body doing? yes and like can you tune into your body yes like what is your like how is your partner responding and like how can you change the way that you're responding to be more supportive of the person who's mm. giving birth mm. like you know as as you say, like what is happening in your like relationship dynamics and your family right. dynamics and that is going to like change, shift or alter when you bring a new right. human being into the right. world like what does it mean to like for for me like the thing I always think about is like what does it mean to be a parent yeah for real yeah. like you know like where is the acknowledgement that when a person gives birth that they are also giving birth to their new right. life? Like, when you, like, go through the door of giving birth, you leave your old self behind, right, period. Right, yeah, period. like. You are never not the same, you are never the same person. Right, again. like. Whether you give birth, whether you have an abortion, whether you have a miscarriage.
0: Right.
1: You know, whether you have a stillbirth, like, you are a different person. Right. After a pregnancy. Right. And, like, why don't we talk right. about that?
0: and, like, why don't, yeah, yeah, like, questions of, like why are you why do you want to be a parent and what is parenthood for you right like
1: oh my god the fact that you ask people that question the first time I heard you ask that question I was blown (laughs) away I was like yes bitch right like I mean I think that ask those fucking hard questions I mean I think that and like now that I
0: yeah no you're fine say it go no i
1: like when i hear you ask that question to people and just watching their eyeballs get bigger and bigger i'm just and like just seeing it sink in that they're like
0: uh, we didn't think about this and we're having a baby in four months yeah i mean i think you know like we we make a lot of choice we live in a culture that asks us to make a lot of choices without really thinking about them right like you get married mm-hmm. And I think that this is, like, an uh, amazing thing about being queer people is that, like, already our narrative yep, is I was just going to say right? that. <laughs> like, yep. already our narrative is different. Already our story is not the same. So we really get the opportunity to think through a lot of things. But I think that people who are not queer, they, that it's e- much easier to fall into a narrative that is already written, right? Like, we get married, we have babies, mm-hmm. and that's just what we do. What we do. Right? And, like, mm-hmm. but why? Like, why do you want to be a parent, right? Like ultimately, yeah, it's just like not about you when you're a parent. And so can you acknowledge the parts that are that you're choosing that are about you? And can you acknowledge the parts that aren't about you? Right? Like, and the things that like won't be about you and the things about you that you that like you leave
1: behind when you make this decision. Because ultimately, like when you make when you make the decision
0: to become a parent, there are other things you were deciding not to to do, do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, uh, Like, that all, like, as I was doing birth work, I def, like, as I was at births, I mean, like, I probably did, like, four births, and I was like, something is missing. Like, something Mm -hmm. is missing, and I feel it, and I feel like I'm leaving my clients Mm -hmm. with, like, a lot missing. And so, I think, you know, definitely the trainings that I did informed that, but I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I didn't know until I was doing the work, right? And I think that I would be curious a little bit of, like, I know that you had a pretty ideal, you had your your ideal birth doula trainings. And I like, is there anything that you, that you would like recommend to folks who are thinking about doing trainings or, you know, maybe not necessarily like any actual training recommendations, but like things to look for while you're looking for trainings?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like I would, say, I always say um, that, you know, you should find a training that um, aligns with the kind of work you want to do. So like, if you're a queer person, and you want to like, focus your work, not even focus your work, but you you are a queer person. So you come into birth with your queer hat on and like, maybe you look for a doula organization that has like a component to like, how queer people give birth and like, that will be important. Same thing. Like if you are a Christian person and Mm -hmm. like that is core to your identity and that identity means that you see birth in a way then like find an organization that like honors that for you i think it makes way more sense for people to like research and like the beauty of it is is that there's so many more dual organizations out yeah. there who are doing such different work than there were eight mm-hmm. years ago even so that you can really niche out like if you're a black queer dominatrix <laughs> kinky top you can take a training <laughs> that like is taught by like somebody who like ticks those boxes sabia. for you, <laughs> sabia. you like, sabia sabia <laughs> <laughs> but like you know like if you're like a a trans person like i know two people mm-hmm. no i know three trans people who are doing like trans birth doula or like doula training and like you know if you want like a mask of center black trans person i got you i know who that is king ya they're amazing take trainings from them like there's just so many like things out there so like for me for doulas like every i don't even do it anymore on the big doula groups like the big national doula groups that are out there when people are like which doula training should i take like i can't even comment because i'm just like don't ask a bunch of random people in this like seven thousand group like doula group, like, what do you want to do as a doula? Like what's important to you? And like, find, like identify what's important to you. Identify the kind of birth work you want to do. Identify the community that you hope to serve and then find an organization that does that. If you're like a, if you come from like, if you live in a neighborhood or like a community where there's like, there's food deserts and food insecurity and um, you know, the people that you'd be working with would be like also struggling with hunger. Like maybe you don't want to take like fancy white lady doula training because where like, they're talking about like even if prices
0: are, are like $2,500 for a doula. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's maybe not the doula training for you. Maybe you find a doula training that is more focused in like economic and social justice. Right which there is that doula training. And if you want to, if you're going into doula work being like, I want to make fucking a hundred thousand dollars in my first year as a doula. There's also doula trainings that like train you to be that doula. Like, so like it's, you know, it's really about like figuring out who you are and what what you're doing. You want to serve. And find an organization that fits you as opposed to like, and like I said, when we started, like the beauty of the, current situation is that you can literally take any doula training you want right now because they're all all right. virtual.
0: yeah i think that that is and you know you name. yeah i think that that is good advice and you named on you know you named that like going on to the national whatever like the facebook groups the national facebook groups that we have and just being like tell me about a doula training right like if you posted and were like these are all of the things that i want out of my doula training anybody got suggestions you would get way more responses that are like pertinent to who you are right like i don't think eric Mm -hmm. is saying like don't ask doulas because like doulas is a shit and we know who's doing what um Mm -hmm. but like come with your but come with like clear asks i think that that is that that not only will like weed out things. oh i lost
1: you hello hello can you hear me hello i'm gonna stop the recording because we're we're hello again
0: hi can you hear me i can hear you now you were
1: literally literally mid-thought and i was like and like it just it was just silent
0: weird
1: weird yeah
0: i don't even know what i was saying but
1: you were saying like that, you were saying it's important to figure out who you, like we're, you were saying that I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, I'm clarifying, like for sure ask doulas, but also before you ask doulas, what training you should take to figure out like what, what's important to you and then yeah. ask doulas, because if you ask a more specific question, then we as the bro- broader doula community will be
0: able to help. Right,
1: you. right. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, like, I think.
1: The- I- oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, and from that, I think that, you know, while there are amazing doula trainings that, like, really are encompassing a lot of different ways to be a birth worker, that you might also find, you might also take a doula training and feel like it's lacking in something, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I, I suppose I'm saying this as a, like... Just because you take a training that describes doulas in one particular way or does doula work in one particular way doesn't mean that you can't do doula work in another way.
1: Well... If you, I mean, yes, and that's the thing that gets back to like our our circle conversation around certification is to figure out the kind of certification you choose or choose not to do, right. keeping in mind that you do or do not need to be certified because in certain organizations where you do training, there are things sure. that Ang Hare and I are talking about that would be considered out of the scope of a certain like of certain doula certifying organizations, right? So, like, yeah, I hear you, and I say yeah to that. And also, like, depending on who right, you're you
0: certified yeah, Right, if you choose to be certified by a specific organization, then you know that you have to, like, follow what their role of a dual scope of a doula is, right? But yes. I'm saying that sim- by simply taking a training does not tie you to that organization, does not exactly. tie you to a company, right? Like,
1: Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, totes and other my goats. And the last thing I would say, and the thing that like you've hopefully heard Aang and I say, like, yes, I acknowledge that I eight years ago and now this year I'm taking another. But I hope you also heard us say in this podcast, and various podcasts, that like we are always taking trainings.
0: Right. And
1: because like physiological birth is pretty easy. Um pretty standard. for me, it's about yeah, it's like standard. For me, it's about like the supplemental stuff that Inherit was talking about. Like how do I find a training that helps me understand that even as a queer person, like, I don't know shit about being trans. So like, maybe I should take a training that like a trans person is teaching so that I can learn that skill or like, you know, like I don't know about this particular thing. So let me supplement my training with this other training so I can get more skills. So hopefully you hear us saying that like, yes, pick an organization that feels like it connects with you. Realize that, like, there will be things that don't connect with you, possibly, and things that you can do outside of that organization the way that you were taught. And you'll learn lots of varieties of people because it just enriches, like, yeah. your, your you and what you know and yeah. how you're able to help people. I love it. Love uh, Do you have any like doula trainings in your like you know that you've got your eye on? Yeah, that I, to definitely, take?
0: yeah I mean, I definitely want to take BADT. Um... It, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I get into, you know, I'm in grad school. And so the idea of taking another, like, in depth educational piece right now feels a little overwhelming. Um, and so I mean,
1: I can't imagine why that feels overwhelming. To
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so things are definitely kind of taking a pause. And who knows what where my dual life will go after grad school. But yeah, I would love to take a, a savia training for sure. Um Yeah. I want to take, yeah, there's just so many. I mean, I would love to take a death doula training with going, going. Yes, me too. Um, There's just so many different doula trainings that I, you know, I, at one thought I thought at one point I was considering taking an Angela Gallo training. Um, Yeah. I mean uh, like now that you've named all like you've named a few people who are hosting trainings that I don't know about that I would love more information from you about. Um, yeah. There's just all sorts of, you know, but like there's so many, so many. And like, so many. And like, I think that the way that I do doula training or that I do, that I am a doula also deserves a training. So that's a, a thing I'm keeping in my mind in my back pocket.
1: Uh, just do it I mean I know you have to finish grad school and you've got like your project and like you have to graduate and shit but <laughs> I'm on team do it because literally y'all I know that you think that Ang Harrod and I are just really good friends and like this is just a podcast where we get <laughs> to talk to each funny. other and it and it is and also yeah. when I tell you how fucking amazing Harrod is oh my and how oh my her God. like how she works with like clients around like relationship and transition and preparation for birth is should be standard. I've been trying to get this woman to like create a training for like at least six to nine months. Oh my gosh.
0: It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Okay, great. It's on its way. It's moving its way out of my All right,
1: great. Great. Love it. Into <laughs> it. I'll be the first motherfucker who signs up. I'll be there with bells on. Right. In the front
0: row, smiling at you and be like, Teach me, please. I, I mean, <laughs> thank you. I know, I know. I yeah, tell welcome. me I know you have some stuff in the works. Tell us what's happening with you, Eric Davis.
1: Oh well. I am teaching childbirth educator training, which I'm really fucking pumped about. Yes. Which I knew that I would do the minute I wrote the curriculum for my childbirth education class. Okay. Like when I wrote the curriculum for the class, I was like, oh, this is a training. Amazing. Um, And basically after the people who have audited all of my classes have taken it, they were like, so when are you doing training? Because <laughs> this is dope. Amazing. Um, and it really, yeah, I'm really pumped about it. So I opened registration up two weeks ago, like sort of low key, not very big, just like on, on my socials. Um, And I think probably in September, I'll do like a bigger, um, like probably advertising thing and like sharing it on bigger groups. Um, But it's basically a nine week training that's focused on centering the human being and their support people who are giving birth. And like, you know, it's childbirth ed training, so we will go over, like, stages of labor, but it's really less about, like, physiologic birth and more about, like, the emotional, spiritual wellness of the people yes. who are giving birth and the family that is about to have a new baby. Yes.
0: Um.
1: So it's, it, like, sort of is also, like, in, in, like, in the same time as I'm starting my Hebrew tr- priestess training. So, like, there will definitely be, like, ritual and, like, help people creating ritual, oh and like helping people really just yeah like you have to sink into that like that spiritual part like in the um one of the people who's in like This other thing I'm doing right now um she she was she like she was like oh she's like what I hear you saying is like birth is like using your lizard brain and I was like yes it's like really being able to like chop off like the the sense organ and like the the logical part of your brain that makes you think that you're in control Mm. and really sinking into like the primal part of your body Mm whether you give birth vaginally unmedicated or you have a, ch- you choose to have a cesarean birth. Like there is still something very like yes. innate in that process that you need to be able to like Ugh. tap into. Dreamy. Yeah. So, so it's called whole body pregnancy, childbirth educator training.
0: And here's my question. Is it, give it to me. Is it for people who like want to do childbirth education training? Right. Cause like, that's not something that I'm super interested in. I don't want to be a childbirth educator um Mm -hmm. is does that make sense for people who are just like doulas supporting people going through this transition
1: yeah I think it makes sense for all those people that's a really good point yeah like I like there are people who've signed up who are like there's a midwife who signed up so like clearly like that midwife is signed up to take it just for the spiritual part because what am I going to teach a midwife (laughs) that's amazing birth like they like they're a midwife, they like have more education than me about birth, but they're signed up. Uh, Um, There's a birth photographer signed up, like, again, like, this person is a birth photographer, and they are signed up. Um, So for me, yes, I see it as like a training to help people process and be in the process of, of giving birth. And like the last class is like how you would write a curriculum. So like, you know, Right. If that was not what you wanted to do, then like it wouldn't be what you needed to do. I wasn't going to do a certification, but literally e- Harrod all of the inquiries that I've got is like, so can I be certified? I'm <laughs> Like,
0: sure. Here's a piece of paper. I don't
1: I mean, literally, like, yeah, I talked to the um, I didn't actually know who I was talking to, but I was talking to Cornerstone Doula Trainings because I sort of like chat with them. And I was just like, can you just talk to me a little bit? about certification for like this is just like a paper that you make up right and she was like yeah you can make it printed and get like an embossed gold sticker and that <laughs> makes people feel
0: good <laughs> or just like send a and pdf with like people's names on it
1: i mean it feels so weird to me that that is what people want and i yeah. gotta tell you all of like there the inquiries have been your pricing scale makes no sense to me. Can you clarify it? And do I get to be certified afterwards? And I'm just like, sure. Why do you I made like, the decision it last no night. Sense. I think because the first time I put it out, people thought that like you added up the three prices and that was the price of the training. Oh. But like, And I sort of like put it out like, if you sign up now, and you are a person who has need for a lower price, like please sign up now because when if you wait too long, the price is going to change. But I didn't really articulate it like that, so confusing for more than one person. Here's my
0: next question.
1: Give it to me. Will you be
0: offering this again? Because December of 2020 is a tough time for this graduate student.
1: The plan is to offer it. Um, maybe four times a year. Whoa. Amazing. So maybe four times hard. a year. It also depends on like, it's not a one-time shot. Like, it'll definitely be happening in 20- 2021. It just depends on, like, when I get pregnant and, like, how much energy I have. So maybe actually only one time in 2021 Great. and then, like, you know, four times in 2022. I love
0: it. I'm so excited for you. The world needs this. Just like, yeah, it's... I. For everybody listening, Erica is just, like, so amazing at really capturing the humanity of people as we transition into parenthood. It's just oh, so you. grounding, so lovely. I know that everybody who's taken your childbirth ed class just comes out, like, glowing and so glad and really centered and ready for this next bit. So you do a, such a good job. Yeah, Thank you. Really, Thank it's you. really wonderful to think that there will be more people doing this good work.
1: Me too. It makes me really happy. I think that's the part that makes me the most yeah. happy is that like, you know, and like I had a conversation with Sabia because like, I'm helping her doing her childbirth ed yeah. training. And I was like, you know, I want to make sure that you're fine with me like teaching childbirth ed. And she's like, it's so different. And I was like, I know.
0: <laughs> I just want to make sure that we <laughs> sure. know it's totally different. Yeah, great. I love it. So where can people yeah. find you, Erica, and all of this? Oh, I'm Herod.
1: The best place to find me is on Instagram because Instagram has a link to everything Amazing. Else. So on Instagram, I am underscore whole body pregnancy underscore. Amazing. And Instagram is where you can find all the things. Um All the childbirth ed classes for the rest of 2020 are posted. There's one more LGBTQ plus childbirth ed class. There's one more BIPOC childbirth ed class. Um, All those you can find on Instagram. You can sign up for childbirth educator training on Instagram. You can sign up for the rest of the moon circles that you and I do together on Instagram. Instagram, whole body pregnancy, best place to find me because then you can just hit my link tree. I love it. I love it. I love it. What about you?
0: It. Where can people find you? Yeah, in? good question. I'm also on Instagram, Inherit Hollingworth, A N G H A R A D H O L L I N G W O R T H. Because I know my name is challenging. Um, yeah, your name I is amazing. Say it again. I said your name is. It is amazing. amazing, and it's people have not heard it, so it can be challenging. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm on a little bit of a social media break right now. I'm checking in with it, but I'm not really being super present on it. Um, Good for you. I'm, I'm working on a research project for my graduate studies right now. So that's taken up a lot of my time and energy and space, but still doing births, still doing moon circles, still taking life doula support, still, still rocking all the different ways I can support and show up for folks. And that is definitely the best place to see any new upgrades or um, any, any new tweaks to my services will definitely be posted on Instagram. So love it. Love you. So glad you're a doula that you've had amazing trainings. And if any of you listeners need um, support in finding a training that fits you, Erica and I are great resources and we would love to help you find a good training yeah just reach out thanks so much for this conversation I love you too I hope you have a good day and everybody else have a great month you too bye Bye. thanks for listening to 2 doulas talk be sure to like and share and spread the love
1: just like peanut butter and jelly
0: (laughs) we'll talk to you next month for another unscripted unfiltered slightly edited 2 doulas talk Bye. Bye.